You come to, uh, you are in an all-white space. Son of a bitch. A room with no walls. Yeah. And it's not like you're floating. It's more like you're just in this weird space. Yeah. As the only physical object. Because all around you, it's all white nothingness. Yeah. And uh, you kind of turn to your left, and standing in front of you is this dude. He is uh, nine feet tall. He's dressed like a clown. He's got a clown's nose, you know, big, uh, wide clown's pants. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's holding a balloon. The balloon has your face on it. Okay. Uh, however, instead of uh, where the eyes are, it's two uh, endless suns burning bright. How do I know that they're endless? Because when you look into them, you realize you could look through them. You could look at them for a million years and never get to the end of it. And he says to you, um, hello, Aaron. My name is Dreamy Dan, ruler of the dreamscape. Oh, God. And welcome to the L.A. Trilogy, part three. The Endless Sons of Mars. The conclusion <laughs> to the L.A. Trilogy. <sighs> The balloon pops, you wake up. Uh, it kind of, like, the encounter kind of, like, fades from your memory. Almost like you're pushing it away. Oh, my God. So you're uh, you're living in uh, Los Angeles. Okay. You moved out there uh, a year ago. You got a job offer. Mm -hmm. You are uh, Jack Black's stuntman. Oh, man. And he's, so he does these movies where, like, he'll be, like, on screen making jokes and stuff. And then uh, you'll come in and do the stunts. So uh, you've been doing this for a few years at this point. So uh, part of what you do is you get like uh, hitting the balls. That a, sucks, Pat. With like a mallet. Um, you get do I wear a cup? No. Why? Because you're like old school. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You go, look, for a, for a stuntman to really be able to uh, adequately project the emotions of the actor, it's got to be real. You say that people were like, "All right, whatever." Uh, so you you do that. You also like um, you're set on fire uh, at one point. At one point, you go down a, uh, a a waterfall nude. What movie is Jack Black doing where all this happens? Just the movie. Um, it's a movie. It's a, a a new franchise he's in. Yeah, what franchise? It's um the uh the rice rice krispies. <laughs> uh, they uh franchise out snap crackle and pop yeah he plays all three what and it's movies about snap crackle pop and their adventures you know but in he's the, in, like getting nude in the river of milk and uh he's nude in the river of milk yeah and then they, they go to the, the the soggy crisp bay so oh like that. man yeah 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 the uh the skim milk horror that's the name of one of the adventures so it's like um it's it's yeah, it's whatever. So you're kind of like the the um the the body double, you know, and the stunt man. And uh so yeah, your your ass is seen in in every single movie. That uh, sucks so bad. But you know I'm his ass double too. Yeah. Man, we just think you do good work. It's my ass. Yeah. 
So uh, basically, uh, what ends up happening is um, you kind of build a nice little nest egg. How much? You get paid uh, 50 grand a film. How many films do I do? Seven. Holy shit. So, yeah. And, like, obviously, like, you don't get all that money because you have agents and shit. And you got to, you know, pay for food, room and lodge, stuff like that. But, like, you're still, like, clocking some serious a dough. How much am I, How much do I have in savings? When it's all done, you have uh, $125,000 in savings. Okay. That'd be real nice. Yeah. So you uh you you end up uh you no longer do the the job of the stunt double. You've decided with Jack Black's blessing, you're moving on and you're gonna try to uh make it as uh your own man, you know? Oh, what is like you like you audition for like roles and stuff like that. Okay. It's not going very well. I wouldn't do those simultaneously? No, because you decide you have enough money saved up. And also the wear and tear, like you hitting the balls so many times on these movies. Yeah, it sounds like it. That like you're, you're kind of like, look, I'll miss the money, but I won't miss the uh, yeah the nut punishment. Yeah. Uh, but so you uh you move on, you know, and uh, you start auditioning for different roles and stuff. Nut like, punishment would have been a great title for this episode. <laughs> well, maybe it will be. We'll see. <laughs> but um. That was actually the name of the uh, <laughs> of his new uh, franchise. It's a snap, crackle, and pop adventure that- series called Nut Punishment. Yeah. God damn. Are these like adults? Like for adults? No. <laughs> oh, they're for kids? Yeah. God damn. <laughs> the kids love them. Of Every course. Every time you get hit in the nuts. Oh, man. The kids erupt with laughter. And like, and like you sometimes go to like, what you'll do is you'll go to the movies to watch whatever newest thing is out. And like, you'll, when you see the movie is in, uh, is in the theaters, you'll kind of poke your head in to like watch. And every time you get hit in the nuts, everyone just starts laughing. So I'm getting hit in the nuts frequently enough that I can just poke my head into a theater and I'll probably see it. Within three three or four minutes, yeah. Oh, it's a guarantee. Man. The, the, the four-minute nut tap guarantee. Oh, that and, sucks. And every time it happens, they laugh and your balls hurt a little bit, but it's worth it just to hear those kids laugh. Am I sterile? I, I mean, I don't know. You You haven't been to the doctor in a while. I think I would get that checked out. You think that, but you're like, I, you just don't want to know. <laughs> so um, you've been doing this for a while. You start auditioning for different things. And again, it doesn't go well. Like you, you audition for a, uh, they do a reboot uh, of Wheel of Fortune, but it's called Wheel of Torture. And uh, if you lose, you get uh, tortured for <laughs> 10 minutes on the air. On the air? Yeah. Jesus. And uh, so you you kind of, uh, you try to be like the host for that, but like you kind of, in the audition, like everything's going well, like humor wise and like every, everything goes really well, except you're like, do we really have to torture these guys? And they're like, all right, you're out. You're like, all right. Oh, man. You audition uh, for this thing. They're, they're doing a, a remake of uh, Pulp Fiction, but they're making it a musical. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Pulp Fiction, the musical. Yeah. You audition uh, for that uh, that guy who has to uh, that redhead guy. Remember that guy? They have to stab her with the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you you audition for that guy, and like you just have to sing songs and stuff. It just doesn't go well. Okay, songs where it's just like 
Where's the heroin? Here's the heroin. Who you should inject it? In yourself. Oh no, you're sick. Oh no, you're gonna die. We gotta save your life or I'm gonna fry. Hey. So you sing songs like. like what was that number called? Uh, it's called uh, Let's Save Marcellus Wallace. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> okay, it's not even. So uh, what happens is uh, you, but like you don't get the part and shit. Like things are not going well for you. Uh, How does Pulp Fiction the musical wind up doing? They they make uh, they hit records for uh, tickets sold. <laughs> People love it. Oh, all right. Yeah. So um, eventually, you finally like. The last thing you auditioned for, you auditioned for like 19 things. You haven't gotten any of them. Yeah. This is the last one, the 20th audition. Okay. It's for a horror film called Beware of Evil, Volume 1. That sounds like a terrible horror name. It's a terrible name, but the script's pretty solid. It, it's okay. basically, it's sort of, it's almost like a meta thing where it's they're, they're, it's, it's kind of riffing on like, horror movies themselves especially like 1950s horror films and so you go in the first day to uh to film on it you walk in the director uh chad fist is there chad fist yeah he's a director and um he's like all right well let's uh let's go ahead and get in, into positions you guys scene seven let's do it and uh, your role in the movie is you're like a scientist uh-huh. and you don't believe in ghosts. Okay. And at the end of the movie, you get like, you know, killed by the ghost because you don't believe. Okay. Your character's name is uh, Henry Humpty, scientist. <sighs> that sucks. So um, you're, you're like, like a filming. I think you're going okay, but um, it's weird because like uh, the person that you're working with, the, uh, the actor, you haven't met, you haven't like met them yet. They're playing the ghost, and they're doing like a really good job. Like they're like legitimately frightening. Yeah, you're like, holy shit, this is actually. I think this might be a good movie. If like if the lead is this good, like, yeah. Who is it? You don't know. It's just some like person, some lady. Oh, okay. And so you're like, well, this is strange. And so you finish filming the scenes. I don't know who she is. No. Okay. And I don't, like, um, meet her. No, you don't get a chance to. Interesting. Uh, so they're like, all right, we'll cut for the day. Great job, everybody. Uh. The director fist walks away, and uh, the lady who was playing the ghost—it's kind of like you guys are just kind of like standing on set. Everyone kind of is like walking away. Yeah. Do you say anything to her? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I say hi. Oh hey, my name is Sandra D. Lightful. Sandra, middle initial D, last name Lightful. Sandra D. Lightful. Hello, Sandra. I am Aaron. She goes, you did a great job today, man. Thank you, Sandra. She goes, not everyone can. uh..." She goes, it's it's tough. It's sometimes it's tough to uh, to work in these conditions, you know? I guess I'm pretty pretty new. Yeah, I can't imagine what it's like to, to work with a ghost. Anyway, well, I'll talk to you later. And she, like, floats away and goes through a wall. Motherfucker. The director's like, all right, next scene. You're like, you're in this next scene. Are there, are there other people here, or am I the only real person? No, there's so many pe- real people there. There's just one ghost. 
I guess. I don't know. So uh, the next scene, uh, you're shooting. What the fuck, Pat? There's a ghost? I would say, hey, there's a ghost here. He's like, yeah, that's the lead. Why didn't you tell me there was a ghost on set? He goes, oh, I didn't think I'd tell you that Sandra D. Lightful was a ghost. And everyone on the set starts laughing at you. Fuck this. I don't know who the fuck that is. Why would I know who Sandra D. Lightful is? She's the most famous ghost actress there is. That's news to me. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, you don't keep up with the trades, I guess. This fucking sucks. So the next scene, uh, it's you, and uh, you're there, and uh, this guy walks on set. He's like seven. He's easily like seven and a half feet tall. He looks like half man, half wolf. He kind of looks at you, he kind of nods. Is he a real person, or is he a fucking wolf man, Pat? You look at him, and like, it God looks pretty damn it, Pat. real. And you do the scene, and the scene is, is, is your character walking down a corridor, and you get attacked by the wolfman. And when this fucking guy jumps on you, he's like snarling. He's snapping at your neck. He's coming so close to disemboweling you. Is it? Is he real, Pat? Am I going to meet a Dracula next? We finish filming the scene. And you're like, you've peed your pants the whole time. I'm terrified. This is a real wolfman, Pat. I'm getting the fuck out of there. I'm leaving. I'm not going to work with a 20th century ghosts you know so um they they, they you, you get up to leave and uh as you walk away they got the wolfman's like he's like hey love he goes hold on one second mate what do you do i keep walking i go i feel like there's a lot of shit happening here i haven't been told about he goes you were great today mate thank you i'm a good actor he apparently. goes all right then oh Goodbye. Everyone on the set goes, oh. I leave. Where do you go? I go home. I call my agent or whoever it is that got me that. Yeah. And I go, look, they have fucking ghosts. You, you, you call it uh, the person answering. It's like, uh, yes, hello. Uh, rock hard boner management. How can rock I hard boner management? How Pat? can I direct your rock hard boner? That's what, they're, that's what they're supposed to answer it. Don't, what's my manager's name? Um, her name is Cassandra Clemens. Cassandra Clemens, please. There you go. One second. And they put you on hold. And the music is like uh, this guy being like, I want to see you out on the dance floor. And like, that's a pretty good song. And then Cassandra picks up the phone. She's like, Hey, babe, w- uh, what's happening, handsome? Cassandra, they have is- ghosts on that set and a fucking wolf man. She's what like, the fuck? She's like, yeah, this is like going to be the big horror film of next year. She goes, it's the only horror film with actual monsters in it. Why didn't you tell me this? She goes, I thought you knew. No. I don't know who the fuck Sandra Delightful is. She goes, well, that's you sh- probably shouldn't tell the director that. Well, everybody knows. He goes. She goes. Well, look. I didn't think I'd tell you that Sandra D. Lightful was a fucking ghost. Like everyone knew that. No, it's like saying Will Smith is a human. Kind Re- of implied. Reconsider your management strategies, please. So she goes. So what? You're bowing out of this? She goes. Look. They, they, I talked to the director. He said that you did a great job. Today. Yeah, but I, I fear for my life. He goes. Yeah, it seemed like you did. Like you really brought that. Because I did. I pissed myself. I pissed myself. I was so scared. Yeah. She goes, oh, geez. She goes, so hold on. Give it one more day. 
All right, for me. How much am I making from this? 90 grand. <sighs> All right. I want to know the other ghosts that are coming, and I want to... I mean, I've read the script, so I'm clearly assuming that all of the scenes that I have with ghosts are going to be actual ghosts at this point, or other creatures. She's like, definitely, babe. This fucking sucks. Next time, tell people about this. She goes, all right, well, look, I guess I'm still learning. Change the name of your management company. It's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Rock Hard Boner Management is the worst thing I've ever heard. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's an embarrassment. Because you don't like it? No, I don't like it. Nobody likes it. I don't even have to ask people to know that they don't like it. She goes, all right, I'll think about it, I guess. She goes, look, will, will you, you'll do one more day on set for me. For yes. the Rockwood Borner family. Stop. Please don't mention it again. The RHBF. <sighs> Yeah, I'll I'll keep doing it. If there's any more weird shit that happens, though, I'm I'm out. She's like, all right, thanks, man. You go in the next day, and uh, ninety you, grand. Yeah. You walk in, and uh, you're doing this scene. The actor walk. You never met this guy before, but he walks in. What's the scene? Um, the scene is you confronting a vampire. <sighs> okay. I'm coming in that day with a cross yeah, tucked in under my, I got a necklace. You have it tucked under, and the the other, the other actor comes in, and it's weird because you had no idea this guy was going to be part of this film, but you swear to God, this guy looks just like Nick Cage. Okay. And he looks at you, and he sounds just like him too, kind of. He's like, oh, hey, uh, my name's uh, Mick Free. Ugh. Uh yeah, it's this great guy. to meet with. Uh, it's great to meet, and he sounds just like Nick Cage. Okay, and uh, he has like vampire fangs and stuff like that. And he goes, he goes, uh, you need, uh, you need any, any any Italian food today? Uh, did you? No, I, I didn't. He goes, oh good, I hate garlic. So you do the scene, and um, this guy's like clearly like the king of the vampires, you know, like yeah. he's like doing all this scary stuff. He has to stop himself from lunging at your throat at one point. And the director yells at him. He goes, well, uh, what would you do if there was just a giant piece of steak in front of you? He sounds just like Nick a Cage. giant piece of steak. Mick free. God damn it. I hate Mick free. So do you like do you, you, you film the scene and everything? What do you do? After? They're like, all right, cut. We'll come back here tomorrow. I leave immediately. I go home and I just I probably start drinking again. Probably, <laughs> Wait, probably, you go home as, as, as what, what do you mean by that? I probably start drinking again. You go I'm home, probably terrified. You leave LA, you go to Austin. Or no, what, I, I what go back mean? to wherever I'm staying and yeah. I probably get booze on the way home and I probably just drink and try to black out. Yeah. So you, I'm terrified. Uh, yeah. At that point, you stop at the liquor store, you buy a uh, bottle of whiskey. It's called uh, Shithead Gems. Shoebox whiskey, shithead Jim's shoebox whiskey. Yeah, it's the strongest, cheapest whiskey on the mo- on the market. All right, the logo is just like a grave. Okay, <laughs> it says here lies, and then there's a space you can write your name on it. All right, so you grab one, uh, you pay for it, you down half the bottle 
as you walk back out to your car. Oh, God. I'm not going to drink it and then go drive. You do, though. You're, you're just kind of like that. God damn it, Pat. You jump into uh, the car. You start driving home. And uh, you kind of like... Uh, there's like a flash of light behind you. Like someone like hits their... Um, their high beams? Well, no. You think it's their high beams? They hit like a like a, uh, a speed bump and they kind of bump up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you think it's their high beams? So you look in the rearview mirror and uh, in the rearview mirror, you see the Son sky. Of a bitch. It's weird. There's like a figure sitting in your back seat. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck? And you turn around. There's no one sitting there. You think to yourself, oh, man, I forgot how much shithead Jim's fucks you up. And uh, you turn around. You go to swig from that bottle. I'm actively drinking and driving. Yeah. Okay, great. And in the rearview mirror, you again, you see that guy. Yeah. And it's kind of strange because he has... His face is hard to look at. It's almost like you can't look directly at it. It's like a plume of moving smoke. Yeah. He's got a, a red. One of his eyes is red. His left eye. It glows. Yeah. He's smoking a cigarette. He's looking out the fucking window. You whip around. There's no one there. Yeah. And you think to yourself, I'm going crazy. You turn around. And in the rearview mirror is that same guy. Yeah. And uh, you hear from the back seat this guy, go, uh, a, a voice go, uh, hello, Aaron. Um, the man in the back seat. He who rules the road. Yeah. He goes, what's the name of the vampire king? I don't think he ever told me. Mick Free? And you see, you hear him, you hear him just kind of like, it's almost like, you know, this Is makes no sense. It's almost like you hear him smile. And he goes, uh, is that a bottle of shithead gems? Nope. It's half a bottle of shithead gems. He goes, can I have some? <sighs> yeah, this is somehow not the weirdest thing that's happened to me today. You take the bottle and you just kind of like drop it in the backseat. You look in the review mirror, you see that fucking figure down the rest of the bottle. I look back, do I see the bottle in the, in the air? Yeah. And he goes, floating in air. Yep. And he goes, huh, thanks, Aaron. This really hit the spot. You're welcome. And he goes, uh, I'll see you later. You blank. And there's no one in the backseat. Okay. And you go, holy shit. Like, you look in the rear view, there's no one there. Yeah. You turn around, there's no one there. And you're like, that was fucking weird. Uh, and then you, you turn around, and then uh, a garbage truck hits you head on. God damn it. Why? And the car bursts into flames. Why? I did nothing wrong. The garbage guy is unharmed. Yeah, it's a car. It's like a tank. The last thing you hear. Uh, Son of a bitch. As man. your body uh, burns and roasts uh, and your flesh is uh, on fire, you hear the scream of Mick Free in the distance. Oh, well, I have no loyalty to him. I'm sorry. Goodbye. You weren't paying attention to the road. You would have gotten out of this. Okay. You gave him exa- you gave the man in the backseat exactly what he wanted. Yeah. He didn't kill you at all. It was yeah. just your own incompetence. Yeah, okay. God damn it, Pat. <laughs> Don't get mad at me. You're the one who did it. 